How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Over a third of Americans say they have had to cut groceries in order to afford gas as prices skyrocket in the second year of Biden's presidency. A Quinnipiac University uh, survey has released uh, this week. So gas is the average is $4.22 a gallon, $6 a gallon in many places, $7 in, uh, in California. And, of course, uh, the Biden administration continues to blame Russia for it. And Nancy Pelosi calls it the Putin gas hike, which I just think is is absolutely hilarious. But you know what? According to ABC, nobody's buying it. Biden has called it uh-uh. a Putin price hike. No. Nope. Most Americans aren't buying it. And the fact is, gas prices were on the rise before Russia invaded Ukraine. The national average is now $4.22 a gallon. That's up 60 cents since the war began. This morning, I literally... I. I normally put three slices of turkey on the sandwich for my wife, and I did two this morning because <laughs> I'm like, $8 and 15 what the heck? But up $1.34 <laughs> from a year ago. Presidents usually see a bump in approval ratings during yes. a time of crisis. Yes. But Biden is now at new lows. Uh. His overall approval rating at 36% in a new Quinnipiac poll. Why is his approval rating so bad? Crap touch. It's because everything he touches turned to crap. That's what I call the crap touch. There you go. And here's the, uh, what, the transportation secretary, Pete Boot Edge Edge. And his solution is everybody go out and buy a $70,000 electric vehicle, which I think is really funny because uh, you can't afford a regular vehicle and you can't even get... You can't even get a uh, a new car, let alone a new um, electric vehicle. But here's Pete Boot Edge Edge talking about energy and uh, and green energy, and and this all points to one thing, which is they've created a crisis to drive you into the green energy economy. And uh, and I've got some thoughts of that coming up. So less dependent on foreign oil, and that protects us from shortages at at fuel stations. But here's the thing to remember: even if he calls them fuel stations, all of the oil ah those fuel stations, ha ha. But we use in the USA, we're made in the USA. The price of it is still subject to powers and dynamics outside of it. No, not really, because we were we were uh, energy independent, and it was a dollar eighty-eight a gallon where I was from. It's because we were energy independent, you see. USA, which means that until we achieve a form of energy independence that is based on clean energy created here at home, American citizens will still be vulnerable to wild price hikes like we're seeing right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they didn't happen when uh, Donald Trump was the president. Now, uh, coming up, and and I've said this that they create crises so they crises, I should say, 
so they can offer a solution, and the solution is always government. And I'm going to share more examples of this. Even Tucker Carlson said on Friday, he, he echoed uh, what I've said about the, you know, the, the created crisis, stepping over the body at the murder scene, and then going, what happened? That's what they do. That's what, <laughs> that's what the Biden administration does. They literally like, well, they step over the body at a crime scene and then, uh, you know, leave and go somewhere else to find, uh, you know, the solution to the crime. It just, it's ridiculous. The, the, it's painfully obvious. It's right there. You caused it. Now fix it. Either they're the best actors in the world or the best liars in the world, or they're completely honest and they are completely inept. I'm kind of torn. Uh, I think there's a little bit of both going on. That said, much on this, much on the absolute revolution that is happening among parents who have normally supported the Disney uh, organization. Oh, uh, the Biden administration, there, there was a mass shooting in Sacramento, and literally as the body still laying in the streets, still lying in the streets, covered with sheets, with uh, with all those little those little orange uh, folding cones that show where the bullets laid, uh, Joe Biden immediately starts talking gun control. It's really amazing, and I'm going to share why uh, they don't care about black people. That and uh, so much more. The number here is 800-922-6680. Democrats and, and uh, the Biden administration particularly uh, did their very best to use the pandemic to usher in a, an agenda that was not popular with the American people. And then, of course, now we've got uh, using the Ukraine-Russia crisis to say that uh, we need to switch to green energy. Now, I had mentioned this uh, weeks and weeks and months ago. Do you remember just a few years ago when the big push for the minimum wage was 1010? 1010. It's 1010. We get to 1010. Oh, if we get $10.10 an hour, oh my God, in heaven, everything will be good. Democrats, one of their big solutions for ending poverty in this country is to raise the minimum wage. And uh, what is the key word in that phrase, minimum wage? What is it? Go ahead. Do, 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 do. It would be minimum. They always go for the minimum. They give you the minimum and they expect you to be grateful for the minimum. Now, that may be a $1,400 check after having to close your damned business down because of the uh, COVID uh, virus. And that was another thing they did. They made people more dependent on the government during the uh, COVID pandemic. But now, of course, they're going to uh, pass their new energy uh, green deal, which has been summarily uh, rejected by voters around the country. They're going to use this crisis to do that. Back to $15 an hour. It was 1010. Now it's $15 an hour. They're pushing for $15 an hour. Guess what? The minimum wage is already $15 an hour. I know you're saying, what? Really? No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. There's a car wash near my house. They are offering kids, still in high school, $15.05 as, uh, as the wage you can make there. Starbucks are offered 12 but you get tips. Uh, Target, they're offering $15 starting wage. Fifteen. Any kid, doesn't matter, $15. Now, you've got local restaurants and coffee shops. They can't pay $15. So what they got to do is they got to go, well, here's what we can do. Uh, we can give you free food. Uh, we can give you a discount. And ultimately, you're going to have to weigh whether it's worth $15 to drive the Target or maybe just around the corner come to the coffee shop. My son worked at AMC Theaters for $7.35 an hour. We could have made $12 an hour somewhere else. You know why? Got free movie tickets and posters. And that was like four or five years ago when he was in high school. But they've already passed a $15 wage, guys. It's already there. It's just a matter of whether or not people can afford to pay $15 an hour. There's a lot of uh, give and take there. But regardless, it's causing smaller businesses to really hurt. And it's causing all of us to have to pay more for what we, for what we have. 
And that, of course, you combine that with uh, the administration's tone deaf feelings about the uh, price of fuel in this country. Here's a, here's the Biden the energy secretary this weekend talking on CNN or MSNBC. It's Chris Hayes. He's a little uh, a little fop on MSNBC talking about uh, how drilling is insane, even though it'd make life much more affordable for you and me, and we could actually buy the groceries we want to eat instead of just eating ramen noodles like we were in college again. It just seems so depressingly insane that we are here in 2022, and it's like, Let's drill, baby, drill. Let's get more. Hold on. Let's listen to this. This, I mean, honestly, uh, there's, there's a word I use, fop. And this means somebody who is uh, clearly somebody who's gone to college. They're completely out of touch. Uh, with it, you know, I'm assuming some sort of a uh, Ivy League school has, and he thinks that drilling for fossil fuels, and by the way, one of them is clean burning natural gas. He thinks it's insane. So depressingly insane. That we are here in 2022, and it's like, Let's drill, baby, drill. Let's get more oil in those markets. This is the solution. And it's like, it's always the next cigarette is the one we're going to give up. But for now, we need to buy another carton. Wow, what a really piss-poor analogy. Why should I not be depressed It's Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it, Chris. Believe me, I think a lot of... I totally get it. Just go ahead and tee that up. Just not even a softball. Make it a tee ball for me. ...us came into this hoping that we would be focusing solely on clean energy solutions, renewable, making that transition. Yeah, well, you see, clean energy right now isn't a solution. It is a fantasy. It is a fantasy. If you do any sort of research whatsoever with regard to electric vehicles, charging stations, charging them in your neighborhood, the power grid, the materials needed for batteries, the materials already be, being used for uh, wind power, you'll find that uh, it is untenable. It is absolutely untenable. Now, here is, by contrast, Donald Trump speaking in Michigan this weekend in a rally that was broadcast on Newsmax television talking about the liquid gold that exists under our feet. And now Biden's weakness has given us the Ukraine disaster. It's a horrible thing to watch. Biden is also now pleading with the Venezuelan dictator to sell us oil. What do we need his oil for? We have. Yeah, what did, what did uh, Chris Hayes call it? Yeah, depressing. Yeah, I'd say this is depressing. So much right under our own feet more than any other country. We have liquid gold under our own feet and we're dealing with Venezuela, a far cry from the Trump administration where we were energy independent. We were certainly that and it was a lot more pleasant to fill your car and a lot more pleasant to go to the grocery store. I'll tell you that. And uh, as I've said, you've got a grocery store now that looks like Venezuela, and you've got car lots that look like uh, that look like Cuba. They don't care when it comes to uh, the price of groceries, uh, Washington D.C. They don't care when it comes to the price of gas in D.C. They don't care when it comes to the southern border. They don't care. They could give a rat's behind about you. They really don't care. And, and Tucker Carlson uh, figured it out. I, I figured it out uh, a while back, but that's cool. I said that the next big crisis after COVID was going to be food. It was going to be food, and you're going to see empty store shelves. And I am right, but he mentioned also uh, it's about filling your tank. So, again, if you want a revolution, you're going to need some kind of emergency to justify it. Now, this means to fundamentally change America, you need a revolution. And uh, this is essentially what's happening in the country. Let's say, for example, that you wanted to change a country's 250-year-old system of voting hmm. in order to make that system much more vulnerable to mass election fraud. What, what, what would they do? What, oh, what did they do in 2020? Never mind. Fraud, which you would commit. 
How would you go about doing something like that? You couldn't do it by referendum. No. no. You might need to declare a public health emergency uh, and then institute vote by mail in uh, the name of fighting a pandemic. Yeah, and don't forget the $400 million of Zuckerbucks with the unmanned uh, ballot boxes. Yeah, there was that too, I guess. Right. Yeah. You should try that because that might work. Yeah. Or for another example, how would you go about taking full control over an economy built on fossil fuels? Well, I don't know. How do they do that, Tucker? Well, you'd first have to break the existing economy. Because if you gave people a choice over how to power their vehicles, homes, yeah. and businesses, not many of them would choose windmills. Mm -mm. No. no, they'd go with what they have, which is oil and gas. Yeah. So you'd have to take that choice away from them. You couldn't let them choose. And that's interesting, and that's why they just can't figure out how to get us back to energy independence and how to lower those prices. And that's why Pete Buttigieg didn't even mention uh, that the, the gas prices will go down if we become energy independent again. He's complete. And literally, the energy secretary is lost for answers. Well, we don't know what to do. And again, stepping over the body at the crime scene. And you couldn't do this by democratic means because no legislature would ever vote for a change like that. Because uh -uh. they know voters don't want it. Uh, and this is how they're passing the New Green Deal, by the way. New Green Deal. You couldn't do this by democratic means because no legislature would ever vote for a change no. like that. Because they know voters don't want it. Mm. So instead, you might use a war underway across the world to declare an energy shortage in your country. Wait, 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 man. That's kind of like what the Democrats have been saying for years about uh, never let a good crisis go to whoa, waste. Okay, I got it. And then make fossil fuels unaffordable for the average person. No. And that way, people would have no choice but to switch over to the new system, which not incidentally, you and your friends and your donors would control. Ah. So that'd be one way, maybe the only way to get a Green New Deal without having to get it through Congress because it never would go through Congress. Yeah, yeah. And I do find it very interesting that 80% of solar panels are actually manufactured in China. Did you know that? Oh, that's real. That's absolutely for real. And a good share, in fact, uh, about half of all of the materials used for batteries for electric vehicles uh, come from China. Uh, Joe Biden, by the way, uh, he mandated uh, by executive order that all vehicles in the federal force uh, become electric. Uh, thought you should know that. Thought you should know that. And, and then, uh, you know, his family got $30 million from Chinese oligarchs. It's in the, it's in the, uh, the, the laptop. There's this laptop thing that the New York Times just discovered was completely real after all of us knew about it. For a year and a half, uh, an interesting note here. I was talking about the $15 uh, minimum wage, which, by the way, has actually happened. You just don't know it yet. Um, this is from Ken. Another thing that uh, struggling businesses do to combat $15 an hour uh, is they hire illegals for $7 an hour and nobody stops them. I wonder why. I wonder why there's uh, suddenly going to be this flood, flood, flood of illegals coming across the border after what Title 42 uh, is allowed to expire intentionally by... Uh, by the President of the United States. These are all indignities that they're suffering upon us. And why, ladies and gentlemen, why are they suffering these indignities on you and me? Because they don't care. Because they don't care. I thought it was kind of funny on, uh, was it Friday that was April Fool's Day, Friday? Outspoken uh, liberal Rob Reiner posted a tweet on uh, April Fool's Day. The literal, he didn't realize this. It was entitled, The Success of Joe Biden's Presidency. And, and he said, it's a, it's a long past time that we acknowledge the sure-handed, effective, grace-under-fire success of Joe Biden's presidency. <laughs> and he posted this on uh, April Fool's Day. And, uh, of course, there was a Twitter storm. The irony, say you're out of touch without saying you're out of touch, uh, someone else uh, noted. Uh, you have to be smoking Hunter Biden levels of crack to believe this. <laughs> And uh, Christian Toto, my buddy who has a, uh, a terrific website and is a, uh, a conservative uh, Hollywood type, 
I stand corrected. April Fool's Day jokes can be funny. They can be funny. You know what else was funny? This is pretty interesting. Something else was funny was that Hillary Clinton was fined by the FEC for paying for the fraudulent Russian dossier, which was an attempt to uh, overthrow an election. And by the way, they used the dossier to illegally obtain a FISA warrant to surveil the uh, Trump campaign transition team and right into the White House, which is, is spying. Did you know it's called spying when you surveil the president of the United States or a government official like that. But anyway, she was on with Chuck Todd this weekend, and oddly enough, the biggest story, the only reason anyone should ever have Hillary Clinton on the air would be to ask about that. But unfortunately, of course, because Chuck Todd is a Democrat Party apparatchik, uh, he didn't even broach the topic. They did uh, question, uh, you know, why Joe Biden is so unpopular. Hillary Clinton has no clue, by the way. A lot of speculation is that this trouble for President Biden politically started with the chaotic withdrawal in Afghanistan. Do you buy that? I don't think it helped. Um, I, I think that is obviously the case. Uh, I think that uh, the performance uh, with respect to Ukraine has been uh, excellent and leading from behind. One of the smartest things that has been done uh, was releasing classified intelligence to prevent the false flag uh, kinds of operations that Putin was counting on. And also, let's remember... That's the most important thing, according to Hillary Clinton. Uh, Putin uh, has been quite effective in uh, impacting uh, public opinion, particularly in the last uh, decade or so. You know, like, I don't know, creating a dossier and uh, forwarding it to a slavish media who carries it for you without any questioning until uh, way after the election, a little four years, five years after the election, and, and then uh, finally finding you. It's weird how that happens, but it only happens in Russia. So both in the United States and in yeah. Europe. And this was uh, largely stymied by releasing that intelligence. So can you just go back to doing what you were doing, which is getting those other 100 Dalmatian pelts for your coat? I think a lot of lessons have been learned, uh, but there is a, a lot of good uh, accomplishments to be putting up on the board, and uh, the Democrats uh, in office and out need to be doing a bit. Yeah, I mean, just write this stuff down. Like, like for instance, record high gas prices, uh, high inflation, a 40-year high, uh, inflation outpacing wages, supply chain issues, uh, 13 dead U.S. service members in Afghanistan, Russians' invasion of Ukraine, impending food shortages, you know, that's just stuff like that, and no new cars. Other than that, he's doing a great job. Better job of making the case. And okay. frankly, standing up to the... Uh, other side with their uh, craziness and their calls for impunity and nuttiness that we hear coming from them. I, I don't think the average American, uh, frankly, wants to be governed by people who live in a totally different reality. Okay, did you hear that? Just li listen to that real quick here. This is uh, absolutely hilarious because right now this is what's happening to the American people. All right, you've got uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm not knowing why gas prices are going up for the first year and uh, four months of the Biden presidency when we all know it was making us energy dependent again. When uh, Pete Boot Edge Edge, the Secretary of Transportation, wants us all to have electric vehicles, even though it's, it's absolutely a pipe dream. I mean, it is a pipe dream. It's not possible at all. And then you've got Nancy Pelosi standing in front of a $24,000 freezer with $12 per pint ice cream. And Hillary Clinton says that uh, we're out of touch. And uh, frankly, wants to be governed by people who live in a totally different reality. 
a total different reality. Uh, these are the people in Washington, D.C. who don't care if your gas costs $5 a gallon. I would say they're the ones who are... Hey guys, it's Carson for Gold Co. I don't think I need to explain that we are in some very difficult times right now with Joe Biden as the president. Inflation and interest rates are Biden's only way out of our $28 trillion federal debt. So if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k or savings, your money is at risk. All right, learn more about the IRS loophole that thousands of Americans are using to protect their retirement. This is important. Call 855-735-3740. 855 735 3740 to get your free IRS loophole kit. That's right, 855 735 3740. And my friends at Gold Co. will give you up to 10% in free silver with a qualified account. Gold Co. has helped thousands of Americans protect their retirement against inflation, taxes, interest rates, bad presidents. Yeah, I said that out loud. <laughs> so what are you waiting for? 855 735 3740. Call now. Donald Trump had a uh, a big uh, a big speech this uh, weekend. He did it in Michigan, and oddly enough, this was the line of the night. If I do make you happy, if I do make you happy, would anybody here like to see me run? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the money line of the night right there is uh, anybody want to see me run? Same with his uh, his rally in uh, North Carolina last week. This is from Laurel in uh, Falls Church. She said, hi, Rob. Happy Monday. Did you catch that President Trump ended his rally on Saturday with the 1966 hit Sam and Dave's Hold On, I'm Coming, as close to a declaration of running as he can get? And of course it is. Of course it is. When somebody asked me, and listen, um, and I am honored that someone would ask me for a political opinion because um, I arrive at my political opinions through life experience, um, show prep, and common sense. And, uh, you know, I'm not a, uh, a pundit by trade. I didn't get a degree in political science and all that. I just have been, uh, you know, I wrote a comedy for Rush Limbaugh for many, many, many years, over 20 years of my life. So when I have people like uh, yesterday, I was at this wonderful cigar shop in Kansas City, and it's called Outlaw. And the question is, you think Trump's going to run again? And I have to laugh because, of course, he is going to run again. There's no doubt about it. He's going to run again. Uh, all of these rallies that he's having with these gigantic turnouts, they're fundraisers. He's going to run for president, okay? just So it's kind of silly. It's like saying uh, Joe Biden's going to run for president in 2024. No, he's not because he may not be alive then, and he certainly will not be of a physical or mental state to run for president. Uh, Here he is talking about Hillary Clinton this weekend. You know, the most angry person anywhere in this country is Hillary Clinton because she said, why the hell didn't you do that for me? Yeah, you know, because the Democrat Party was able to steal all sorts of votes using uh, COVID and all that stuff and shut down the uh, vote count in the the battleground states. Mark Zuckerberg is able to put out uh, $400 million of his own money to pay for ballot boxes that were unmonitored and all that stuff. They didn't do that for Hillary. She's angry at the Democrats. She wants to know why they didn't do it for, for her. <laughs> I can never get tired of hearing Lock Her Up chanted by a lot of people. Here is uh, uh, Donald Trump going after the Democrats and Biden for uh, just their genuine awfulness as leaders. Everything the radical left touches turns into a catastrophic mess. Crap touch.
the likes of which we have never seen before. To this extent, we have never seen anything like it before. Biden and the congressional Democrats triggered massive inflation. They declared war on American energy. Yeah. And the middle class is now being crushed by the highest gas and food prices in the history of our country. Can you believe it? Yeah, and I like 63% of us are now spending less on food because we can't afford to, you know, eat like we used to because of the gas. Bloodthirsty criminals and vicious thugs are running wild on the streets of our Democrat-run cities. Ambush-style attacks on police officers along with police officer deaths. Oh, by the way, well, you hear the uh, new numbers on police uh, being shot in America this year. Have more than doubled in a single year. And violent carjackings are ravaging Detroit, Chicago, Minneapolis, and Milwaukee, and many other cities at a rate never before seen. Think of that. Biden is appointing far-left crazies to the federal bench. Oh, yeah. And ordering the... Dem- and you know what's happening here what? with the Department of Justice? Mm. They're targeting parents. They're targeting... Yeah, they're going after uh, parents who disagree with CRT and all that stuff. And Oh, January 6th, peaceful protesters. Number of cops shot in the line of duty has rocketed by uh, 43% in a year from 58 in the first three months of 2021 to 101 in 2022. Thought you should know that. 17 officers dying of their injuries. There you go. F the police, right? Isn't that what Antifa and Black Lives Matter said? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Isn't that what the Democrats essentially said when they said nothing about 500 riots in the country where 1,000 officers were injured and and, uh, 30 people died? The uh, National Fraternal Order of Police claims that uh, 101 officers have been wounded in the line of duty, 17 killed since the beginning of of April. Of April. Yeah, that's up uh, 43% from the... uh, the same time last year. But other than that, I mean, the Democrats are doing a bang-up job. A bang, bang, bang is in like a gunshot job. Here's a little bit more from Trump on uh, us versus them, meaning uh, good versus evil. And I'm yes, I'm saying the Democrats are evil. Together we're standing up against some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen or our country has ever seen. Despite... All you are hearing and seeing of China and Russia and Iran and others. They don't care. Our biggest danger is not from outside coming in. Our biggest danger is from the sick and radical politicians that are knowingly or unknowingly wanting to destroy our country. Yeah, because those people have already invaded uh, while China and Russia have not uh, invaded us. It's the biggest danger. It's a bigger danger than Russia and China. Yeah, look what it's done to our economy. Look what the Democrats have done to our economy. Look what the Democrats have done to our schools. Look what the Democrats have done to our our border. Look at the Democrats. I mean, I could go on and on. This is all suffering. Uh, they humiliate us, I should say. <clears throat> By the way, here is Donald Trump talking about how he won the election. I love this. this. This is like rubbing salt in an open wound. Being targeted, he's begging and pleading with Iran to re-enter the disastrous nuclear deal that I terminated. That was a great termination. We that's another indignity that's been suffered upon us, or will be in suffered, uh, suffered upon us. We would have had a deal had the election been different. We, by the way... Here we go. By the way, we had some great election, and you people delivered. Unfortunately, the vote counters didn't deliver. <laughs> Trump won. <laughs> yeah, we did win. We did win. 
And you know, if we didn't, I'd be the first one to stand up and say we didn't. But we won by a lot, not just a little bit. We won by a lot. You know, I, I find uh, very interesting over the weekend, you've got a, a, a couple of narratives that have completely been crushed. Actually, the last couple of years, we've already known these things to be true. But we knew that Russia collusion was a farce. Um, we we just recently uh, got the uh, the FEC has uh, fined the Democrat Party and Hillary Clinton for creating Russia collusion. Okay, all of that talk. Rachel Maddow, who no longer is on MSNBC, presumably going to be replaced by Jen Psaki. Uh, that cat's out of the bag. Uh, cat and bag, perfectly uh, perfectly good names for either of them. Anyway, um, so that 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 cat's out of the bag, and we we discovered that the mainstream media lied about Russia collusion for years and years and years and years. Ultimately, it was proven that Hillary Clinton did collude with Russia and has been fined by the FEC. Uh, I mean, a, a slap on the wrist. So we got that. All right. Then we've got Hunter Biden laptop. It was banned by Twitter before six weeks out from the election. Could have changed the election, but the Democrats went ahead and stole it anyway. Uh, and the Hunter Biden laptop had now been confirmed 100% true. And now you got people on the left who are saying, oh, no, no, no. Did, did Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden, all that stuff. Now, there's only one reason a crack-addled monger named Hunter Biden is able to make millions of dollars, and it's because of Joe Biden. So let's end that right now. But that said, if you look at the mainstream media now, they're still acting like we need to listen to them about anything. They have lost every ounce of credibility with any story that breaks that is even slightly remotely political. Nothing they say can be believed because they have stuck by their narratives, which were easily proven false. They stuck by them. They're still sticking by them. But we know that they have been disproven to the point that even the FEC has fined Hillary Clinton for paying for the dossier, which was a lie meant to upset an election when she ran against Donald Trump, when really it was just there to distract from the real Russian collusion. And that's between Hillary Clinton, Uranium One, Russian oligarchs who gave her her glorious foundation, $150 million, and then the foundation just curled up and died when she lost the election. So nothing the the mainstream media has to say about anything that has a side that would be considered conservative or in support of Democrats can be taken seriously. Not one little bit. Boom, 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 boom. The Democrat Party is suffering indignities upon all of us. Uh, the border is an indignity. We all know that the border is a crisis. We all know what the end game is. It's to flood the uh, population with uh, with Democrat voters eventually create a dependent class. That's what they're out for. Uh, they did it with Afghanistan. They suffered us an indignity. We all knew it was wrong to get out of Afghanistan at the time we did and the way we did. Uh, and, and the military knows it. It's all about suffering indignities. And the, the latest is to say that women can be beaten to, to a pulp by men in competitive uh, athletics and, uh, and that uh, women are not pregnant anymore. It's people who are pregnant and men can be pregnant, according to the Democrat Party and Jen Psaki.
and it's uh, it's insulting to uh, those uh, and and they, they expect women to vote for Democrats. They just kind of expect women to vote for Democrats, but they don't care about women. They don't care about your gender and and if it's important to you or the importance of the mother in the uh, family or the sister in the family and all of that stuff. They don't give a rat's behind about you. Michelle in Westminster, Maryland, would like to comment on that. Michelle, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? I am woman, hear me roar, in numbers too big to ignore, and I know too much to go back and pretend. Ladies, we need to get our act together because right now we blame men for everything, and it's not men that is the problem. We are catty. We are vicious creatures. I would rather sit in a room full of men than a room full of women because of it. I am in construction. I have been in 35, for 35 years. It wasn't the men that got in my way. It was the women. Now, and Mich- we need to stop. Well, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to sit this one out. I'm going to be out here on the uh, outside looking in here. But I understand. <laughs> I, <laughs> don't tell. I'm married to a woman. Shh. I get that. I do. Uh, but honestly, I can say this because I am a card-carrying, full-fledged woman and I am sick and tired of watching us beat each other up and feeding each other to the wolves. And now we are in a position of weakness. Yeah. We have fought. I fought too long, too hard to get where I am, to be respected in my field of predominantly men, but sharks as women. And I am tired of having to fight my sisters. We need to stop. We need to look at each other. And we need to see each other for who and what we are, not what we might do to each other. Well, Michelle, one of the things that I've said, one of the things that I've said is, is that uh, Chaz Bono may say that she is a man. Uh, Chaz Bono went through female puberty, lived most of her life as, as a as a woman. I don't begrudge anybody if they've, they've gone through that, and, and God knows uh, some things happen in the womb that uh, would predispose someone to maybe have both sets of genitals, maybe just have a predisposition to uh, lean towards one side. But it, there's more to being a man than having facial hair and no breasts. Uh, and for a lot of men, and for a lot of men, we get breasts later in life. There you go. But that said, uh, th- there's a lot more to being a woman than just, you know, uh, tucking uh, what your junk between your legs and joining the swim team. Uh, there is something about being a woman, and don't take it away from women. Don't take the the female experience away from being women. Do you realize women. how special? Does everybody realize how special women are? We can give birth. We can feed that child. We can do something that no other creature of the opposite sex can do. That is a miracle given to us by God. No one is allowed to take that. No one is allowed to take my femininity. No one is allowed to take my sexuality. No one has that right unless I give it to them. And I refuse. And we need Now, Michelle, I will tell you that I would never try to take your femininity away from you because I'm afraid you'd kick my ass. And I would, I would <laughs> give you a good girl for it, and I guess I bet I can give you some uh, references of those who have tried and, uh, and pulled back a bloody stop. 
All right, Michelle, you are the best. I think you got the call of the day so far. Very, I'll very nice. You, I'll see you in May, my dear. Oh, you're going to see me in Baltimore at the appearance? I, at, I, oh. have, a, I have a reservation. I am oh. so looking forward to it. I cannot wait just to meet you face to face. Well, this means a lot to me, Michelle. Um, I'm going to be uh, May 5th at 7 o'clock at the Doubletree on uh, the Pikesville Doubletree in Baltimore, and I'm looking forward to meeting all of the people who made the show so successful at WCBM, our anchor station, which convinced people that we should run the show on other markets because you guys have been so receptive to it. So I really am looking forward to seeing you. God bless you, girl. You're the best. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.